Elvis Preslin on SAFM. Hey, it's your time to shine this morning again at 6.30. A shade after that, we will engage our editors as well as you, our loyal listeners, to tell us about your top stories of the week that was and the week in the unedited. So you can call me right now on 891 and tell me what was your top story for the week that was and the week ahead. Uh, you can also send us a WhatsApp voice note, 0826923909. Send us a text, 40938. It'll cost you one rand fifty. And uh, like us on the Facebook page, The Weekend View, and tweet us, hashtag The Weekend View. Your top stories for the week that was. Now, we start off with our first editor here from the SABC, Rolani Baloy, the copy editor. And she had this to say about this week's top stories and the week ahead. I just want to start by paying condolences to our former colleague Glenn Lewinton who passed away this week. May his soul rest in peace. He read news on SAFM and he also hosted Current Affairs for a while oh, and yes. he was such a good colleague to work with. <laughs> On to the stories for the week. Um, more mining companies announcing retrenchments, gold fields is also joining and I see that the unions and the mineral resources minister are not happy about it and we also saw the celebration, another commemoration of Marigana, the 6th anniversary celebration on Thursday and we're also looking at the president appointing a commission of inquiry into What's happening at the PIC, we're still going to find out what's going to be the terms of references and who will lead the commission. And we're looking at a story about NSFAS. NSFAS is just not getting out of the news. The Minister of Higher Education, Naledi Pando, has appointed an administrator, Dr. Roland Carolison, to be the administrator. He's, he's got a job for 12 months to try and, st- and sort out and clean up NSFAS. And... The big one, the Concord made a ruling that Mr. Nasana must pay back 10 million rand that he got from, he got as a settlement, and that Sean Abrams must vacate the office of the NPA boss. We've got a new acting head. It just goes on mm-hmm. and on. And more protests in Bumalanga, protests are continuing in Kanyamazane. And service delivery protests continue with the ANC saying there is no crisis in that area. We keep on watching the stories. Well. Yeah, it's quite a number of stories there. But well, let's let's look at your top story: the retrenchments of the mining companies, and and also, of course, reflecting on Marikana. Uh, but Marikana is probably the biggest story there because there's calls from Amco that they want this day to be remembered as a public holiday for the workers. Yeah, they've been calling for this for several years now, and now the DA this year is saying that is calling on uh, President Ramaphosa to dis- to declare the day as a commemorative day, Marikana commemorative day. And I don't know how, what what does the president would have to consider because I think uh, the Home Affairs Minister has to be involved in declaring a public holiday and how would they go about doing it. But it was one of those days that really, I mean, if you're working in a newsroom on that day, you remember how bad things were. And it's just a way of showing respect to mine workers. And let's see what the government finally decides. Mm. And talking about mine workers, more bad news, of course, more retrenchments with some mine companies, uh, up to 13,000 people that might lose their jobs. This is at Impala Platinum. Uh, in the next two years, um, Impala is going to retrench about 13,000 uh, employees and it, 
AMCO is saying that we're going to strike for a year. We'll just not work. Huh. No platinum will be taken out if they are going to do this. They say they need to explore, the mining houses need to explore other mm-hmm. possibilities. Because Goldfields is saying that uh, at this shaft in west of Johannesburg where they want to retrench people, uh, the 1,100 people, actually the problem there is that it has been, it has not been profitable. Mm. So we have a problem, profits versus Keeping jobs. Which is it going to be? Yeah. All right. Let's look at the week ahead. What are we looking at? On Monday, a very, very big story. The start of the state capture inquiry in Johannesburg and Parktown at 10 o'clock. And then we've been told that some of the first witnesses will be former Deputy Finance Minister Mkabisi Jonas, who was um, allegedly promised to be given a 600 million rent by the Gupta brothers. And we're also going to have uh, former ANC MP, Feiki Mento, and some treasury officials who are going to be, people who are going to start giving evidence there. And then there is that Estina court case in Bloemfontein. On Tuesday, the court case is going to continue because the state is saying they have a strong case. But the defense is saying there is no case. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there was a case, the uh, the court would not have ordered that they get back their assets which were frozen earlier in the year. So we'll see what's going to happen with that case as well. And that was uh, Rolani Beloy, our copy editor here at the SABC, her top stories for the week that was and the week ahead. So what was your top story for the week that was and the week ahead? You can call us right now, 891 You can also uh, send us a voice note on 82 3909. You can also send me a text to 40938. It'll cost you one rand fifty, and we'll read those SMSs as soon as we can get to there. Uh, but uh, we've got our newspapers also in this morning, so let's take a quick look at what the newspapers are leading with. Start off with the Afrikaans paper, the Report. Uh, they leading with Eerste Plaza on and the first farms expropriated, and uh, that's the big story there in the Report front page story. Uh, the City Press. They leading with uh, Cyril Ramaphosa faces a fight back. Fired and suspended leaders of major state entities say that the president is using state machinery to fight political batters, battles rather during the state capture investigations aimed at clawing back billions lost in uh, public funds. And you see the picture there of all those implicated on the front page of the city press. The Sunday Times, they're leading with Zondo Wanzuma to answer state capture hearing as questions for the former president. And, of course, we know that uh, some of the first people uh, that will be there uh, will be Mkabisi Jonas up tomorrow morning and Feiki Mentor also in the lineup there for the state capture inquiry. That's the front page. And, of course, they got Rita Franklin there on the front page. They're so song and symbol. She passed away this week as well. Front page of the Sunday Times. The Sunday Sun, uh, they're leading with Bob Stake in Hawks uh, drama. Fraudsters in court after Bobby Matahung turns up the heat and Black Motion takes on an airline. That's the front page of the Sunday Sun. The Sunday World, they leading with Lala Nkolo, um, Ngotolo rather, Pro Kid, uh, the superstar the, uh, that uh, died uh, last week. Rest in peace from 1981 to 2018. Uh, and Stalker spooks the Queen Actress. 
veteran journals, uh, Gun for the EFF. That's the front page of the Sunday World. Now, you can go out and get your favorite copy this morning, and we continue with the editors. You can call us right now on that number, 891 That's the number here in studio. Uh, let's hear it from Mike in Newlands. A very good morning to you, Mike. And uh, greetings to you all this and enjoying uh, the show as always. My, cup, my, my couple of quick points at the top of my head is the uh, is the appointment of a Colonel Nomvula as head of the Hawks in, I think, Kwazulu Natal. He was just recently found guilty and lying in court, and I think sentenced to one year or 10,000 rand fine. So I find it unbelievable that this gentleman is now possibly heading up the Hawks in, in Natal. Are we never going to learn our lesson in this country? The Hawks just dropped the case against Paul O'Sullivan after much money-wasting of our poor taxpayers' money. The other, other item I'll just quickly mention is Marikana. We always look at how it happened. We never look at the why did it happen. It happened because Ria Piecha was appointed to keep our ex-president Zuma out of jail and uh, resulted in the death of these 34 people for no other reason, because she had no idea what she was doing. The death of Mark Minnie, um, this amazing book. If you haven't read it, read it. It's an amazing read. But it's also a window into the world of the National Party and just how incredibly corrupt they were. And the things that the National Party got up to, I must say, the shocking uh, wastage of money is was, it's really quite an eye-opener. So it's a sideline to that book, and it's worth looking at. Going forward, Elvis, I'm concerned about the petrol price. Uh, I think like all South Africans, I'm concerned even more about the joblessness growth. And, the, and, and I'm also concerned about the fact that this continual uh, land expropriation without compensation, I don't think as South Africans we realize just how much damage that is doing to investor confidence in our country. And with another 13,000 jobs on the line, it's extremely, extremely worrying. And the other thing is the Rondo Commission going forward, that's going to be absolutely mm. fascinating. What will our Zuma do? Frankly, I think he'll give us all the finger, as he always does, but it's going to be fascinating going forward. I'm not very positive about the outcome. We always have these commissions. Nothing seems to happen, but I'll be watching earnestly next week and see where it takes us. Thanks very much, Ernest. All right, Mike. Uh, that's Mike, and he stopped stories for the week that was. This one from Lunga a Free Soul says, My top stories, the Marikana com- uh, commemorations and the Nkasana Abrams court case. That was the big stories of the course of the week that was. Bibi Mia says, Jumbo Africa. Today is World Humanitarian Day. How will you serve Ubuntu in our rainbow nation? The box beat Argentina in Durban. Can the box beat Sevilla Celtics today? Elvis, goodbye. NPA boss Sean Abrams and hello, Silas Ramayite. Let's all pray for peace for all of humanity. All eyes on the center of the universe. The Hajj begins. Approximately two million Muslims on the pilgrimage to the Holy Land, Mecca and Medina. Prophet Abraham sacrificed his sons as commanded by God. The festival of sacrifice will be celebrated on Wednesday, the 22nd of August in South Africa. Have a super-duper splendiferous Sunday, says baby Mia. My daughter says, uh, rest in peace, Kofi Annan. In your time of leadership, it was when Africa and China came in prominence and recognition by the world. And the women are now recognized, but it seems that greed is overshadowing everything they fought for, uh, says my daughter. Uh, This one says, women do not struggle to earn recognition from anyone. 
Great women like Ruth First, Mama Susulu, and Zondeni Sabukwe did not tackle apartheid for status and recognition, unlike Helen Zeller, who continues to remind us that she was a hero for black people by reporting a Steve Biko on Steve Biko's death, a work of any journalist should do, uh, says Mageba in Pretoria. Uh, these uh, are your top stories uh, and, of course, your comments thus far. I'll come back to some more of those in a short while. But remember, uh, this is the unedited you. You are our editor this morning. And uh, we started off this week with the family and friends of the co-author of the tell-all book, The Lost Boys of Bird Island, saying that uh, they don't believe that he committed suicide. Uh, it is alleged that the ex-policeman, Mark Minnie committed suicide on Monday at his uh, friend's farmhouse near Port Elizabeth in the Eastern Cape. The book details allegations of a pedophile network that included apartheid-era Defence Force Minister Magnus Malan. Now, we spoke to Nwabisa Makunga, the editor for the Herald newspaper in Port Elizabeth, about her big stories for the week that was and the week ahead. There are two stories um, uh, which are, you know, were quite important, and and, the, and the, both of them actually happened in PE. Um, the one uh, was the apparent suicide of uh, former PE cop Mark Minnie, um, who, of course, we know is the co-author of the book uh, The Lost Boys of Bird Island. Um, and and I think it kind of, uh, you know, it was a shock to many, many people, and also raised a lot of questions about what exactly happened. I mean, we all know this book, um, you know, supposedly uh, uh, exposes this uh, pedophile ring that had uh, allegedly operated um, during the apartheid time in, in the in the in the 80s. So that's the one story, um, and and we really kind of tried to delve into that story, difficult one to tell. Uh, so many questions, more than answers um, available for the media. And the second question, um, again, is a piece story, uh, uh, the umpteenth uh, um, uh, attempt to remove the mayor of Nelson Mandela Bay, uh, Mr. Ethel Trollip. Um, it failed um, yet again when the opposition uh, walked out, and so it was never really debated. But again, you know, in, in that, there's a lot of threads, you know, that I felt uh, we should have, we should tease out as the, you know as the media about the, the why is this is you know why this is happening. It's not just politics, but what, exactly what is behind it. Well, it was about you know Mark Mini um, himself. Uh, 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 quite embarrassingly, actually, you know when when he died, we had just kind of heard you know he was coming to PE, was coming to PE, and the next thing you know his body was found. And so the questions were about you know trying to find out people who actually knew him and and and, and people who spoke saying well he had come to PE. Uh, some people saying well he was on holiday. Some people saying well he had come to PE because he was pursuing further leads, um, you know, in in what he was trying to 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 to, to uncover. Um, having read the book, uh, you know. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, questions uh, that were left uh, kind of hanging, um, and one would have wanted to know, and he did express, um, you know, interest in finding out more information. So ours was really to find out, you know, we, we hear the official version that he he had apparently taken his own life, um, and, and obviously investigations into that are, are currently continuing. But what was he doing in Port Elizabeth, and actually what happened? So for us, um, also it was quite interesting as the Herald, because, you know, our newspaper, uh, you know, at the time was quite uh, central to the story itself. So it was about, you know, trying to speak to as many people as possible that we, you know, who would have known him, uh, who had worked with him at the time, as well as people who kind of knew him uh, currently to find out what exactly was he trying to uncover. Now, this is a very relevant story now today, because a number of people would want to find out what exactly happened to these boys uh, on Bird Island, isn't it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think we've been, a colleague of mine was saying, how are we going to find um, these boys? And, and look, there are certain publications who, who claim, you know, they've found them, they've spoken to one of them and so forth. But it's, it's a difficult story to tell because, again, uh, because there was no evidence and because there is no sort of paper trail, you never really know, uh, you know, even if a person comes forward and says, I am so-and-so, you don't know if it was actually him. Um, so it's, it's a kind of story, as I say, that, that raises more questions than answers. But it's, it's imperative for me um, that uh, the, the the, 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 the men who are presumed men now, um, you know, be found and, and for them to actually tell their story. What uh, what may happen thereafter is, of course, another story altogether. A lot of people are saying it's very questionable whether or not he, he had killed himself. Um, and, and also it was, it, funny enough, it was, uh, you know, similar circumstances as two of the people who are um, implicated, um, you know, in, in the book uh, uh, who had apparently uh, uh, committed suicide back then in the 80s, uh, Dave Allen, who was a PE businessman and a diver, uh, was one of the people who, who, who was implicated in the, in, the, in the ring. And, of course, uh, John Wiley, um, the then Minister of Environment, Environmental Affairs, who was also um, kind of found dead in his home in kind of similar circumstances. And so a lot of people are saying, well, you know, was it really suicide? And, or was it somebody, a sinister hand, you know, behind this and somebody trying to, to make sure um, that whatever it is that uh, Magmini may have uncovered, it doesn't actually come out to light? This is the 11th meeting, um, council meeting in this city that had collapsed um, this year. And, 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 and that's, quite a, that's quite problematic because what it means, uh, you know, is that apart from the attempt to remove Ethel Trollope, there are a lot of things that are on the agenda that deserve attention, that deserve to be debated and decided on. Um, things, for example, such as, you know, the hiring of, this, of the CEO. Nelson Mandela Bay does not have uh, a CFO, um, a permanently hired CFO. And, and so that decision needs to go to council. That has been hanging for a couple of months. Um, things, you know, like how to deal with irregular expenditure and those kinds of things. So there the really is, besides the politics and the, and, the, and the drama and the antics that we are seeing unfold in council, but there really is an impact, you know, uh, to the residents of the city um, that, is, that comes from what is happening in council at the moment. So the whole deal was, look, they've, they've been flip-flopping for a number of months. Um, and so, uh, you know, last week uh, or the week before, um, they had said, OK, they seem to be on the side of the opposition. And they said, definitely, we are we're taking the mayor out. And, and, and they I mean, they had already gone, you know, uh, throughout the town kind of sitting in restaurants and dividing, OK, you will take this portfolio, <laughs> you will take that portfolio. And the next thing at the 11th hour, I think the, the night before the vote was meant to go ahead, um, you know, the Patriotic Alliance basically flipped again and said, no, it will not uh, go into bed uh, with the EFF particularly. And I mean, obviously, this uh, kind of goes back to that whole tiff between uh, the EFF leader, Julius Malema, and, and the leader of the Patriotic Alliance, uh, Mr. Gaten McKenzie. Um, so, so, you know, the fact that there, there was name calling and, and all sorts of things, so there's no trust between those two. And so I think it's a matter of, uh, you know, those ego games when it comes to them and which are obviously affecting um, how things are running in this city. So, yeah, definitely the, the PA has been flip-flopping on this one. I am expecting it to, to flip again and have a fight with Ethel Trollope and go back to the opposition and the whole thing, the whole cycle <laughs> restarts again. I really, <laughs> I'm willing to take a bet on that one. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, there won't be Elvis because, uh, as I say, what, what we do know um, that is consistent in that council is that the opposition does want Ethel uh, uh, Trollope out, but not just Ethel Trollope. I mean, they want the entire coalition government out because ultimately the ANC in this region wants a way back into power. Um, and, and, and it may be assisted by that, you know, by the EFF and UDM and, and, and all the other smaller parties. 
Um, so, so, so this is definitely not the last attempt. Um, it just basically depends on the other sort of micro politics uh, that that are around it. Um, in this week, it was the issue between Gaten McKenzie and Julius Malema. Obviously, that uh, sunk that that attempt to remove Ethel Trollope. Next week, it may be something else. But I can assure you that it's not over, not by a long shot. There have been some people who have questioned whether or not you know is he the right person, um, you know, to 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 bring some sort of stability in the in the NPA. But also, um, the person who will ultimately be 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 appointed. Um, as so. Um, I think, you know, a lot obviously rides on, on this because, you know, a lot of uh, uh, prosecutions that are kind of uh, ticking along but not really taking shape, um, really, you know, at the heart of it is the, is the leadership crisis that we've seen um, at the NPA. So it's difficult to say, well, does this mean, you know, stability? It's, 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 you know, we're, we're sitting and we're watching this and we're really, really hoping. The DA had obviously asked, um, you know, that the appointment of the NPA had uh, begun differently, that the, the constitution be amended to allow it, you know, to come to Parliament rather than just be picked by the President. Um, and obviously, it doesn't seem that, you know, that may happen in any kind of way. So what, who uh, Sir Ramaphosa ultimately uh, appoints as the NPA head, um, you know, permanently kind of going forward, I suppose we'll, we'll, we'll see how things uh, take shape there. Mm-hmm. Sean Abrams was, was quite a disaster in the NPA, but, but, but let's, not, let's not forget, um, the, the leadership crisis of the NPA is a long-standing issue, and it really has to do with, uh, you know, the politics of the day. Because a lot of people would say, well, you know, the, the, who who, who, depending on which uh, ANC faction is in charge, they want to be able to use the NPA as a political uh, tool to which to 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 go after enemies and so and so forth. So what we do need is a is a is a is a structure of, of the NPA that is able uh, uh, to operate uh, without fear or favor. And I'm not sure, depending on who the head is, I'm not sure if if that is achievable. If a person at the top of it is 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 not a person of character and a person of integrity who can push back mm-hmm. whenever politics come uh, come forward. One big story, um, I think for me, in the week ahead is the, that is the uh, Zondo Commission. It's a time that we've really been been waiting for. I know a lot of South Africans feel, well, it's another inquiry, um, you know, which sometimes most of these things uh, are just smoke screened, uh, you know, for for the president, for example, to be seen to be doing something about uh, corruption and, and you know in, in the state machinery. But one hopes that you know this time um, it will not only carry weight, but it actually will give us a platform where many of these allegations that have happened can be actually ventilated in a way, um, you know, that, that is uh, procedural and in a way that is legitimate. So definitely that, that's another story to, to look out for um, in, the, in the coming weeks, not just next week, but in the coming weeks um, ahead. So there you have it, a long one there, giving us top stories for the week that was and the week ahead. Mwabisa Makungu, the editor for the Herald newspaper in Port Elizabeth. A very comprehensive report there. So what's your top stories for the week that was and the week ahead? We want to find out from you. Bramoro Bamba says in Bloemfontein, my story of the week is the passing of Mrs. Sabukwe, a.k.a. Mama Azania. Why isn't the Reserve Bank honoring our heroines by at least placing their pictures on the Rand notes, just as they, I beg your pardon, doing for Ntate Madiba? Let's remember that Ntate uh, only uh, alone could never have gained us freedom. My last story of the week is Kaiser Chiefs to be continued. <laughs> and there he leaves it right there to be continued indeed. <laughs>
looking at Bra, uh, uh, Bra Moro Bamba there from Bloemfontein. Siegfried Honig says, rest in peace, Kofi Annan, a noble African elder like Nelson Mandela and Desmond Tutu. Uh, these are some of your stories uh, coming through. Let's maybe take a look here on uh, the uh, SMS line as well as on the email. Uh, this one coming in from uh, Sam Diterko in Cajiso says, I think that uh, some of them do. That's on the question that we posed to you in relation to women. Do they get the uh, credit that they do reserve, uh, deserve um, uh, um, uh, the struggle icons? He says, I think some of them do, and even more than they deserve, such as Winnie Madigizela Mandela. She got an inordinate amount of coverage. Her death was covered for two months every day in both the print and electronic media. She got more coverage than Robert Sabuque, who shook the country and the world, a leader who made history and is still feared even in his death. Mrs. Veronica Sabuque is not getting the coverage that she deserves. She hasn't received even a fraction of what Winnie Madigizela Mandela received. Let me state that no amount of propaganda will erase our lived experience and the truth about the PAC. Sabuque and Mama Sabuque, because the truth, like the sun, is something that cannot be hidden, says Sam Ditsejo in Cajiso. You can keep them coming and let me also take a look here furthermore on the Facebook page as well as on the Twitter, first on the SMS line. Uh, Pat uh, G. in Shoshanguwe says, Morning, Elvis, my top story is the passing of the greatest son of the soil, Kofi Annan. His name shall forever be in our minds. As a continent, we are indebted to this giant. May his soul rest in peace, says Pat in uh, Shoshanguwe. Uh, that one from Bamoro we did. Let's take a look here. Uh, this one from uh, this one we did. But let me just give you quickly my top story. Says Lunga, the Marikana commissions commemorations rather, and the Inkasana uh, Abrams court case. Uh, that's Lunga's top stories for the week that was. Let me go to Twitter. Uh, there's a number of uh, comments coming through there. And if I can just click there quickly to get there. Uh, this one from Razor says, ignorance would be the continuation of such solo, solo recognition uh, uh, in a national and generational struggle. Titsi Mashinini, Matters, and others from different ages. Mandela should be put in his right place as a chosen representative or leader and not the savior. Finish and clear, so says Razor. A minor there uh, on the Twitter still. Uh, this one from uh, that's Razor again. There, uh, this one says, Nope, they are not. That's Calvin Majoro says they are not being celebrated. And Colin says they are not recognized at all. Ever heard of Gertrude Schoppe, who was celebrating her birthday this week, and Ruth First, who was assassinated a day ago in 1982? Yeah, and um. It's not only women's struggle icons who doesn't, uh, it's only, no, it isn't only women's struggle icons who doesn't receive recognition. They are, they deserve, there's only one person who's recognized as a freedom fighter in this country, and that person is Madiba. So says uh, Mtunzi Mamkeli on the Twitter handle. Now, as you know, that we were earlier bound to speak to Mbioselo Stimela. He's the commission spokesperson uh, for the Commission of Inquiry into State Capture that will start tomorrow in Johannesburg. Uh, now, the commission says that uh, Mkabisi Jonas will be first up, the former finance deputy minister, and we wanted to know from Mbioselo Stimela to give us a breakdown in relation to what will happen tomorrow, uh, who will come in first, who will come in last, what is the proceedings going to be like, how long will it take, but unfortunately, 
we cannot raise Mbuyuselo Stimela, the commission spokesperson on state capture. So we can't bring you that story. Unfortunately, we do apologize. Sadig Sergio says, uh, the women don't receive credit, not much, sad truth. And why is Govan Mbeki not recognized too, uh, asks Sergio Bancan. Uh, that's on the Twitter handle. Continue on the Twitter handle. Mommy, Mama Winnie Mandela, the Winnie International Airport will do. Rename Cape Town International Airport to her name as Propose, says Razor there. Ciao for now. Arrivederci.